it's been said motion is lotion. If we're not moving because of the thought of pain, which comes to the mindset, then we're going to reduce our range of motion because when we could have moved, we were like, nah, that's probably going to hurt. So now the body is trained to have this shorter range of motion. And the less we move, the more calcification can occur uh, around that joint. The Gasparilla Overload would not be complete if I didn't bring back one of my favorite guests, turned friend. He's been on the show and he delivered a great episode. The link will be in the show description. If you missed it, be sure to get to know him from that episode. But for today, we have the one and only Carlton Meadows, fellow UT alum, joining that entrepreneur show. So Carlton, thanks for making some time to come back on. It's always a privilege to hang out with a Spartan especially one as persistent as you. You're always too kind. And Carlton is one of the biggest Spartans and biggest Spartans in spirits all the way around. He is truly inspiring every way you look at his story. I'm going to let him give his intro because he does it better than me. But just how he got in some record books to his persistence and resiliency, transforming his business, a lot of great stuff going on. But Carlton, share your story from the entrepreneurship side for everybody who missed episode one. Well, I guess that would be best to call upon my connection with Bruce Lee. You know, Bruce Lee had this drop kick and I got drop kicked out of prep school after my counselor thought that I was questionable high school material. So 18 years to finish a four year degree. And then in three and a half years, we we picked up three master's degrees from the University of Tampa, one in entrepreneurship. And as they say, the rest is history. Uh, I launched a business or transitioned a business into fitness, holistic fitness, and now, you know, helping the baby boomers and the Gen Xers hold their own because a hey, time waits for no one. And we see what happened to Arnold Schwarzenegger. So we're going to we're going to try to help people be a little more resilient and a little more mobile and lively as the time as the clock keeps on ticking for us. Absolutely. And I, I'm friends with you on LinkedIn, so I see all the great work you do. For everyone out there, let's dive a little deeper into that detail. How can you best serve these listeners today? Well, I think you brought it up, resilience. Uh, we all have succeeded in resilience if we're walking because it was a traumatic experience. We fell down, we cried, we probably had temper tantrums, bumped our head, but now we walk, talk, chew gum, talk on the phone, text. I mean, we do all sorts of things without thinking about it. So if we can reflect on that and just remember, there's a resilient person inside of us. And if we dig deep and we focus at what is confronting us, we can find a resilience to not only contend, but to thrive and to win. And that's exactly what you're doing. But more importantly, you're helping other people do it too. Who is your ideal customer right now are you doing virtual things i know you're in georgia now well th those who can do those who are okay with virtual some people are like no nah, man i need you here <laughs> so right, right, uh, right. It, it's reestablishing myself here in georgia and i think it goes back to resilience because i have to put the time in to build the reputation to build connections to build a network so that people know the value i bring but basically Exercise is nothing more than intentional and intelligent movement against the appropriate resistance 
for the individual that's being trained. So what I like to do is get in, see what their challenges are. Uh, my last trip to the x-ray machine <laughs> revealed that I had arthritis in my entire spine. But that doesn't mean I'm going to sit down and stop. You know, I'm going to adapt the way I train myself. And I think being my my greatest client, uh, I'm always in practice on how to adapt or regress a movement to assist a person that has some wear and tear from aging. I love that. And that's something I put in the show notes. And it doesn't surprise me that you took this news and you didn't say, oh, man, you said, no, I'm going to turn this into something. You keep going. I want to touch on two areas here. The first was you mentioned you have to rebuild this network again. How do you propose some advice to everybody out there who may either be in a new area or they're just getting started? They don't they have to rebuild this network. What are some tips you can offer to them so they can avoid some of the early pitfalls that myself included a lot of people make? Well, I'm going to say alphabetically because entrepreneurship begins with an E. Failure begins with an F and growth begins with a G. So like if that. we anticipate some failures on the road to growth, then we'll be okay. We have to, I personally look at my LinkedIn. I see who's in the area. I, I reach out to people I know. Uh, one of the guys that's come to speak at UT, he said, look, I grew up in Augusta. So, you know, email me anytime. So it's using your warm network to find out if they have connections in your area uh, I joined the Great Augusta Black Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I've been to some networking events, and now I'm honing in on colleges because that has been okay. a great place for me to be. And I think helping students understand that you have to set things aside that are going to hinder you from your academic pursuits, whether it's your phone or relationships or hobbies that you have, they'll be there when you finish. But we've got this great push for getting people into college. And so we need to focus on the other end of that. How do, how do we ensure that they stay and they graduate? So that's what I'm going to do. Tap into colleges and see how I can expand my network that way. I love it. And you're going to make a huge impact on everyone who's lucky enough to meet you there. And the second part of my questions that I wanted to follow up on was when you mentioned you adapt after this arthritis. If there's someone out there who does maybe not have the same health complication arise, but they get some news and they just want to say, all right, that's it. I'm going to stop exercising. What are some ways that they can adapt? Maybe mindset wise or some things that worked for you? Absolutely. The mindset, because when we were growing up, you know, they probably were saying rice for treatment of any type of uh, injury, sports related injury. So rest, ice, compression and elevation. And they have moved it to mice because when I was getting my master's in uh, ex exercise and nutrition science. That was a the thing then. So at least since 2015, they have taken on this ideal that we need to move. So if they look at what they can do and keep doing it, because it's been said motion is lotion. If we're not moving because of the thought of pain, which comes to the mindset, then we're going to reduce our range of motion because when we could have moved, we were like, nah, that's probably going to hurt. So now the body is trained to have this shorter range of motion. And the less we move, the more calcification can occur uh, around that joint. So it's moving to a, to moving through a range that's comfortable 
and then trying to push just a little bit beyond that. It's always about being intelligent and listening to the individual body, because a lot of clients will say that I'm an educator. I'm not I'm not educating them as much as they're educating me because I asked them for feedback. How does that feel? Some of them, I can look at them and see the veins poking out of their neck and the grimaces and the eyebrow drops of like that hurts. I know you want to go all in, no pain, no gain, but we're going to, we have other exercises that can work that muscle group that will be less stressful on the joint. So let's transition to that. I like that. Listening to your body, you know what your body is saying best. Of course, even with me, movement is everything. I of course can't run on pavement and things, but I love riding my bike and my, my body, my leg just feels great when I'm constantly doing a little bit a day. Right now, I've been going up 50 strides a day. I've been doing the pre-core at the end of my workouts. Just baby, 50 strides a day and then aggregate it over the month. It's going to be a nice work. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Everyone out there, stay moving. And if you need inspiration to stay moving, just go to Carlton's page and check out some of his videos. We'll revisit it again at the end, Carlton. But where can we find you online? Uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Carlton Meadows, uh, Instagram. I think it's, what is it now? I think it's Carlton Meadows or Spartan Carlton. And I'm on YouTube. That's what I'm going to push through uh, this year, putting more content out there on YouTube. I am on Facebook, you know, Carlton Meadows. And I think that's about it. I, I didn't do the TikTok and the Snapchat. <laughs> I got the accounts. I'm working on bringing on a team member that really knows how to do that stuff because I'm not good at it. But I as well, I had the shiny object syndrome with Instagram for so long, chasing the followers and I neglected YouTube and I found not only business from YouTube, but meaningful connections. People like seeing the face-to-face. -face. This is going to be up there on YouTube, of course. As I said, the Gasparilla overload wouldn't be complete without bringing on Carlton. You got to check out everybody else who's been on this week. A lot of great stories to share. But Carlton, I want to now ask, because it's been a while and things may have changed. If you, because he's a career learner like myself, everyone, if you can go back to school again one more time, minus the debt, minus having to pay for it, what would the next degree be in? A PhD in kinesiology. And Explain, um, explain that for us non-scientific folks. <laughs> well, it's the study of, you know, how the body moves. So I'm really a geek. I'm a physique geek. I, I love the science behind it. And I want to continue to bring professionalism to the industry of fitness. And that that would be a great way to do it. You know, Dr. Carlton Meadows, and it's not some play on words. It's not like MD, movement director, exercise movement director. No, no, no. We have a legitimate uh, PhD uh, in the field of kinesiology. I know some kinesiologists who do some great work, just their knowledge of the body. So I would like to add that to my resume and my uh, toolbox. Dr. Carlton Meadows has a nice ring to it already. He's the doc as well. If you know him around Tampa, he is certainly the king and doctor of our community. But Carlton, what advice can you give someone who is now looking to jump into a different segment? We already talked about networking in a new area. Now you're transitioning to focus more primarily on colleges. You said college kids make a difference there. What is some advice business-wise you can offer to help transition an existing business into a new market. Like Dr. White always told us, you know, pivot. And with the pivot, it's almost like a pause because things are going to, even in taking a change of direction, there's a slowing down of what you were doing previously. You know, your focus has to shift. So 
going into it, anticipating things to be a little strenuous. You're going to have to put in some work. You may not see results right away, but it's just like you and I going to school. You don't get the diploma on the second week of school. You got to go through the entire course. So I think if they set actions for themselves, you know, they know what they want to do. Like you said, you added some steps on the pre-core. So at the end of the month, the goal that you set is going to be achieved because you've had these incremental little actions. So I think if they set actions that are attached to what they are pursuing, that can help them. Because I, I tried to do a mile before the year ended. The water was cold. My arms started going numb. I knew from past experience, I got to get out. However, I was able to attack that goal because I started counting to three. That's all I do while I'm in the pool. One, two, three, breathe. One, two, three, breathe. Doing those three strokes, what am I doing with my hand? So breaking it down into something that you can manage in the short term that moves you further along to the long-term goal. Incredible advice. I expect nothing less, Carlton. This has been a great episode. I want to thank you so much for rejoining the show again. Can't stress enough. He's got an incredible story that he's very humble and modest, so he didn't share all of it today, but he's got an incredible story to share. Carlton, one more time, where can we find you online, um, website, anything you want to share? <laughs> That's a project <laughs> to get the website up. But uh, yeah, any Googling of Carlton Meadows with a K will bring up you know, the LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and I'm mostly on LinkedIn. And of course, there's YouTube, uh, Carlton Meadows with a K. You better get to that YouTube channel because now he's dedicated to putting out some great content. Be sure to connect with him on LinkedIn as well. And the show is at That Entrepreneur Show. I am at Vincent A. Lancey. Be sure to head to YouTube. Throw a subscribe there because that's where the Entrepreneur Show podcast channel is. And you will have some great video content from Carlton. Be sure to check out not only his past episode again, but all the other incredible entrepreneurs from this overload. Again, if you missed the first one, the Gasparilla Overload highlights Florida entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs I met in Florida, gives them some love. These local businesses are thriving, small business becoming medium, larger like Carlton now in another market. And with that, we're signing off today from Tampa all the way to Georgia. Carlton, thanks again. Thanks, Dr. Lancey.